Welcome back to Takus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Tim Takus, and as always, we're talking about uh, issues involving aging, disability, and unexpected illness, and about in this uh, in this show today about chronic conditions that affect planning. And I'm Barbara McGinnis. With us in this segment is Tom Starling, who's the CEO of Mental Health America of the Mid-South. And we're gonna talk about depression. It's often, um, well, it's not as taboo as it used to be, right, Tom? It's not, but depression's never a fun topic to address. Right, and, but it, so is it normal for older people to become depressed? You know, um, it's not. I, I think a lot of people ask us that. Is, is Alzheimer's a normal part of aging? Or is depression a normal part of aging? And it's really not. Depression is a disease. It's, it's, it's an illness. And just like with any disease or illness, there's ways to uh, prevent it, to treat it, uh, to manage it. And so uh, that's really what Mental Health America is about, is helping people manage those triggers and, and direct them towards treatments. Right. Yeah, and, and you, you're the CEO, I guess, or Chief Executive mm -hmm. Officer of Mental Health America, the mm -hmm. Mid-South. Right. Okay. Uh, and um, I know, you, what is your background in this, Tom? You know, so my love, my passion was always uh, long-term care and Alzheimer's. And because of our 35-year Alzheimer's program, that's really why I joined Mental Health America. Uh, but I have really fallen in love with the ability to help kids who are bullied in schools, suicide prevention. Um, we're starting to help people recover from human trafficking. We have uh, screenings. Mm -hmm. uh, professional education, community education, and we're just really great at helping people navigate that system to so find you, help. So you're running the gamut of, I mean, mental health from all ages, From right? the womb to the tomb, right. that's and right. So how does depression in seniors differ from maybe a, a younger population, or wow. does it? You know, I've never really been asked that, but, but it does differ. Um, actually, as you age, I think your depression actually lasts longer. Um, there's actually some studies that have shown that depression is related to some uh, heart problems, some heart disease. A lot of people after a heart attack or even just if they have some arrhythmia and they get that little jolt to get their heart back going, that they actually have some depression immediately following that. Um, so that's really why you want to talk to your doctor about depression. I mean, it could pre, you know, be a, a precursor to something more uh, dangerous. And actually, um, you know, depression kind of goes along with MS, uh, 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 diabetes, uh, some other diseases. So get that depression checked out. Mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> I'm a former nurse mm -hmm. and a lot of times I heard healthcare providers in long-term care facilities talk about situational depression almost in a dismissive tone. Um, but situational depression can be treated as well. That's, that's right. And you know, that's important when you work with a healthcare provider is to determine what type of depression you have. I mean, it could be seasonal affective disorder when okay. it gets darker and it's just not as light and your pituitary glands not as stimulated and you have depression. It could be a persistent depressive disorder uh, which might last a couple of years or major depression. Um, it could be, um, a depression caused by medication errors and interactions. Uh, hopefully it's not postpartum depression, but, <laughs> but there's certainly a lot of uh, depressions out there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so depression really isn't, and hopefully, you know, those of uh, people who are watching, well, it's like, well, you just have to snap out of it. It's really, it's really an illness yeah. that, um, 
That's right. And mm. I've had older people say to me, oh, you just get behind an ox for 10 hours a, a day and that'll cure your depression. And mm. let me make this clear. Depression is very real and it's very treatable. And it's not a uh, weakness of fortitude or a lack of character or uh, something that you can just kickstart yourself out of. It, it mm -hmm. really sometimes takes, you know, real treatment just like any illness or disease. So what are we looking for in older people as far as depression? What are the signs of that? You know, um, I think a lot of times um, it's, it's not having the blues. It's not just being sad. It's, it's really more than that. Depression might exhibit itself as being grumpy and irritable or in men uh, particular, maybe some anger. Um, it could be some sleeplessness and on insomnia. It could be a, a loss of appetite or even maybe a, a voracious appetite. But essentially, you just don't enjoy doing um, anything that you, you used to love to do, your hobbies. Um, you know, I, I meet people who say, well, I would actually love to feel sad. I would love to feel the blues, but I just feel nothing. I'm just numb. That, okay. That's really depression. Gotcha. Yeah. What about the rates of suicide among elderly people? You know, so um, that's, that's also a taboo word. People don't like the S word, right. um, but suicide is very important to talk about. Tennessee actually just went from suicide being the 10th leading cause of death to the ninth leading cause of death. So uh, more Tennesseans die from suicide than car accidents, more than homicides. Um, suicide is a real crisis and uh, particularly with older adults, um, the suicide rate for persons between the ages of 80 to 84 are, 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 are twice as high than the general population. So that's why the National Institute of Mental Health has really labeled um, a depression in older adults as being a major public health issue. Right. Yeah. So this has been kind of like depressing, I guess, to talk about this. So tell us about some treatments. Okay. You know, there is Where's hope. Where's our hope here? Yeah. Where's our optimism There, there, there is hope. Um, um, you know, I would tell people, get out, go to um, go to the dinner that the MS Society is, is hosting. Go to the ALS walk, socialize, exercise, do yoga. Um, tell, tell these people, uh, because of that stigma, that barrier of stigma, hey, if, if you're not going to do it for yourself, um, do it for your grandkids, do it for your children, go get help. Um, there's, there's counseling, uh, there's medications, there's, um, there's even a new treatment called TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, where they take a magnet and they pulsate a magnet in that area of your brain where the depression is. And so if, if you're medication resistant to mm -hmm. depression, TMS is very successful. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And they can find practitioners through uh, Mental Health America. Right. You could call Mental Health America if you don't have the means to pay or don't have insurance or you do have a certain type of insurance or you want to know more about the treatments. Um, that's really uh, our forte. We don't provide these services. Uh, we're, we're Switzerland. We just help to, to navigate people and uh, bring these mm -hmm. folks together so that uh, potential uh, clients can meet uh, these providers. So I don't want to get depression. So how do I? What are some risks? How, what are th things that I can? I need to do to avoid getting that. Yeah, there there are obviously like exercise and whatnot and mm -hmm. diet. But mm -hmm. what about other risk factors that keeps me 
keeps me away from that. Sure. Um, you know, I, there, there are some risk factors out there. Um, one, is, one is being female, but I, I never know if that's because um, females live longer, so most of that older adult population are females, or if it's just biologically, um, they're more apt to, to have depression. Um, being isolated, uh, being single, um, you know, uh, maybe incurring a very difficult stressor like the loss of a sibling or loss of a spouse or mm -hmm. even having mm -hmm. to relocate maybe near your kids. But um, any of these could be risk factors and you start kind of mixing in layers of um, medications or uh, diabetes. Um, or other you, comorbidities, yeah, things you, like that. You really yeah. start being a ripe candidate for depression. Right. So the treatments, the medications, anything unique about medications prescribed for older people versus younger people? On the medications, you know, I, I know a lot of older adults that are on um, these antidepressants, but I noticed in um, in working with older adults that really some of these older generation medications, they kind of lower your blood pressure and up your confusion. Oh, it's kind of wow. a sedative. So Tom, let's, let's put your contact information up. So we've just got like a few seconds left. So here sure. we are. Yeah. This is how uh, Mental Health America, the Mid-South, got a website. Obviously, I'm assuming there's volunteer opportunities. There certainly are. We're always looking for volunteers Great. and people who care. Great. So Great. thank well, you. Well, thank for you for being here. Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So when we come back, we're going to be talking with yet a, uh, another resource in the community. This person is going to be talking to us about Parkinson's disease.